Hey, Junior Nation, now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and, of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Driver the number seven Branch Chevrolet in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. I'm laying down my upfront and personal thoughts from the track every week just for you. This is Junior Motorsports Upfront, brought to you by K1 Speed. I'm hot. I'm tired. I'm sticky. It's been a long day, but I'm sitting on a plane, flying. Oh yeah. With technically with a trophy, we freaking won Phoenix. Not only did we win the race, I got a tro- I got a ticker flag too. Not only did we win the race, we won the Xfinity Series Dash of Cash. I mean, you write, you know, storybook endings all the time. People write books all the time, but you don't expect them to come true. And holy crap, we just won Phoenix. I mean, how cool is that? I don't even know how to explain it. Rick Brands with me. What do you always tell me before the race? Go calls a party. Go cause a party. And today, what do we do? We cause a, we cause a freaking party. We cause a freaking party. You're right. You know, you've been on me, like, for five years now, give or take, 80-some races, give or take. Not that anybody was counting. <laughs> to win another race. And we did that today. And we did it in good fashion. It was fun. So, what's your what's, what's your thought process right now? I think we did it, in, you know, in really good fashion. The race was awesome. The equipment was awesome. The team, the crew, you know, everybody affiliated with Junior Motorsports today was awesome. It's, you know, it's like everything came together. We've been waiting for this for, yeah, like 80-some races. You know, it's, it's weird because it just felt like today, from the minute I got up this morning, I knew it was going to happen. You've been driving your ass off for the last few races. Like, you're a totally different driver now. And... Of course, I'm biased, but you got the coolest sponsor in all of NASCAR. I so, can agree. I can attest to that. You're right. So, you know, everything just came together, and it's, um, it's it was great. I mean, it, it's really cool. So, one thing that's crazy, we went to a, a baseball game last night with customers and employees from Rand, and I'm not a Giants fan, nor am I a Rockies fan, right? My, my wife says she's a Rockies fan now because she thought one of the one of the baseball players was cute, but other than that, we're not a fan of either one of them. We're Cardinals fans all the way. Dirtier had on his Cardinals t-shirt last night. He was he was representing the loop. But one of the one of the customers last night told me he said, "I know you want to win, but I need you to win." And I thought that was really odd. But I also was like, "Man, that's that's cool, right?" I mean, how, how cool is that that one of our customers, one of our people that are coming to the racetrack, they wanted us to win as much as we wanted to win. And you, you win a race, right? And, and you see the things that happen in victory lane. And we're putting a little light on the situation at the moment. But you, you go to victory lane and people don't realize the amount of work and time and effort that go into one of these races. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. The guys back at the shop. I mean, you've seen it. You've been to our shop. You've been to Hendrick Motorsports as well. 
you see the effort that they put in. Yeah. It's, it's a full-time plus job. I mean, it's a lot of these guys are spending 80, 90 hours a week uh, at the racetrack and at the shop doing what they do. And, and I'll be honest with you, race, race teams are a lot like farmers, right? We work hard during racing season as farmers work hard during farming season. And you work equally as hard when you're not in the fields or when you're not on the racetrack getting stuff ready to go and, you know, making sure that your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed. It, it doesn't always work out the way that you want it to either. Well, you know, yeah, it's definitely a, a, a team sport. The guys in the shop obviously did an awesome job this weekend. You had a hell of a car. I mean, you had an awesome car. You know, you drove the wheels off of it. The guys in the pit, the crew, did an awesome job. Jason and everybody, you know, all the engineers calling the race did an awesome job. It was one of those deals where everything came together. Everybody was on top of their game today and made it happen. And that's that's what you have to have. And that's true, like you said, you know, in our business, back in the field, you got to have good farmers, you have to have good genetics, you know, for seeds, and you have to have good fertilizers, you have to have great grant products, but it all has to come together, you know, to, to make you profitable. Today, Junior Motorsports, Justin Allgaier, and, you know, Brent Racing were very profitable. It was awesome. We were, and I'll tell you, you hit on something there, nothing is guaranteed, right? I mean, we've gone five years without winning race. We've been darn close. That's probably the toughest part. We've been so close so many times. And, and you know, today, my wife and I got up this morning, we went and had breakfast, we drove to the racetrack, and it was probably the calmest I've ever been getting into a race car. Like, it it was just fun. It felt good. It, it, the day was today. I, I don't know. It was, it was cool. And you know, she, she wasn't calm with 50 laps ago. <laughs> I, I can tell you that. I, I wasn't. You're not messing with her. <laughs> I wasn't calm with 50 laps ago, I'll be honest with you. But the race played out the way that it needed to play out. I mean, we had long green flag runs, which our car today was not at all a long run car. I mean, you guys saw it. Everybody that watched on TV saw it. For 25 or 30 laps, it was Jack the Bear. But after 30 laps, it was like, holy crap, I'm in trouble. Like, I'm in big trouble. I mean, I didn't know what to do at that point, right? You're just kind of like, oh, well, I'll just deal with what I got to deal with. But the end of the race, coming down to the end, and, and I'll tell you, probably the coolest part for me is racing really hard with my competitors, right? You go out there and you battle these guys wheel to wheel, and, and you know, you're not giving anything, but you're not necessarily rooting a guy out of the way or anything like that. But then you turn around, and, and in victory lane, Dale Hart Jr. helps me get my seatbelts and everything undone, get the win of that down, which, I mean, that, that in itself is pretty pretty awesome. And then you've got guys coming through victory lane. Yeah, he also gave you the flag. He gave me the flag, and he said, don't let go. Take this. Don't let go of it. Hang on to it. And you haven't let go yet. I haven't let go yet. It's right here. It's right here. I've got it. But then all the competitors that came through, through to victory lane, yeah, and my was, teammates, that's you know, Elliot Sadler, Wayne Byron, both. I mean, we had three of the four cars in the, the Dash for Cash yeah, in Motorsports. I mean, that's that's awesome. We had all four cars finished inside the top ten. Michael Annette came into victory lane. He finished ninth. He did awesome today. I, I know Bubba Wallace came in. My buddy Blake Cook came to victory lane. Eric Jones came to victory lane. Kevin Harvick came out of the booth, came to victory lane today, and he told me, he's like, you did awesome. That was cool to watch. And, you know, I respect Kevin a lot. He's a, he's a heck of a racer. So to have him say that and to see his thought process on that, that was cool. To be the in-race reporter, onboard camera, first Chevrolet victory lane this year. I mean, if you can't tell I'm jacked a little bit, just just, just a little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah we all are. Yeah, I think we all are. But we've waited a long time for this. We've waited a long time for this. And, and I'll tell you... We're not going to wait so long for the next one, though. It's not good again. <laughs> I'm good with next week, California, if y'all are yeah, okay with that. Yeah. 
The other part, though, that I think goes unnoticed sometimes, and we've already kind of talked about it, but whether it be the, the guys that work on the cars, the guy that builds the cars, the Hendrick chassis shop, the Hendrick engine shop, the Chevy, you know, all the guys that travel on the road, the pit crew, they were lights out today, incredible. There isn't a person that touches this race car that doesn't want to go to victory lane, that doesn't want to experience that, right? Like, everybody in the shop, all they talk about all week long is going to victory lane, going to win, and they put in 110% to make sure we go to victory lane. And that doesn't always happen. But when it does, I love the fact that I can walk into this job next week, I can shake all of their hands, look them in the eye, and tell them thank you, that we just won at Phoenix. One of the one of my favorite racetracks. But I've never won there. I've been to top five there five times in a row, and I've never won there. You definitely put your dues in there. You definitely hit the stats on getting to victory lane. And we finally did and it. And you finally, uh, you finally brought those statistics to fruition. Last but not least, Xfinity. How cool is it that they do this program? They put up $100,000, not only for this race, but for four races. You win all four, you win a million bucks. Just saying, we're the only one eligible right now to win the million bucks. So I got three more to win, which is easier said than done, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's easier said than done. Well, but I think we expected it at this point. <laughs> yeah, I do expect it. Just I'm, I'm hopeful. <laughs> you know, to be able to, to put ourselves in that position, incredible. And finally, probably... That's, that's really cool for Xfinity to do and, uh, you know come up with that program. It's so exciting for us, for you, and for the fans to be a part of that. The race, inside of the race, outside of the race, almost. It's a, it's a great concept for us to you know, be a part of it, get that extra energy from Absolutely. That, that extra component. And, and furthermore, awesome. it helps the teams. I mean, you think about yeah. budgets nowadays. It doesn't matter if you're a race team, if you're a business, if you're just an average mom and dad trying to provide for the family. Every dollar and every cent makes a big difference, right? Because we all we all spend to the limit. Whatever money we got in our pocket, we're going to spend it. And, and that's true with all forms of life. So for us, this is money that goes back into the race team. This is money that will help us gain that extra little bit of an edge so that we can win these next three, win the million bucks. How cool would that be? It will be. It will be. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's incredible. And, and finally, the one thing I do have to say, the probably the most interesting part of the day and something that was really cool for me, aside from everything else, was the fact that I had Get Well Kelly on my advisor trip. You know, we've talked about it on this podcast a number of times already up to this point. That's been the hardest thing I've probably ever had to go through aside from family matters, right? You deal with family stuff and it's, it's one thing. But when one of your best friends goes through a trauma that the most interesting thing I've ever been a part of, a guy, you know, a guy gets hit by a moving race car at 120 miles an hour, that's not something that you take lightly. So to be able to have that on my helmet to be able to know that Kelly's doing a lot better. You know, I talked to him two days ago, and he said that he walked up eight stairs, and then he walked for eight minutes, and he was super pumped on that, and he was exhausted. And I, and I go, man, you know, to be healthy and in good shape at 35 years old, and in a blink of an eye, you go from, from that to being in a coma, uh, an induced coma, in a hospital bed, and then to be able to walk a month out knowing what he's going through. Like, that's pretty incredible. So, to have that on the helmet was really cool. The other part of it is, and I don't know if you heard me earlier telling this, but... And that was, that it was one of the coolest helmets you've ever had. It was. So, so going with that, my helmet painter, Greg Stump, off access paint, Noel and Mike and everybody that's over there, Greg swears that he has jinxed me because my last win came before Greg started painting my helmet. So he's, he was pretty sure that he jinxed me. And today, we got to prove that that's not the case. Now, here's the problem with that. 
I just got that helmet right before Vegas, so obviously it's had some pretty good luck. But I keep every helmet that I've ever won with. As soon as the race is over, I take it out of commission. I get another one. So what do I do now? Do I do I keep the mojo of the helmet going forward, or do I get him to paint another one? My wife is very glad she's not with us at the moment too, because she hated being on this podcast last week. She got roped into being on the podcast last week. She hated it. And so now, now she's not here, but she's gonna hate me if I buy another helmet because they're not cheap. But I feel like we kind of earned one, right? I feel like it's. I mean, as long as she's not here, um, I think we, you know, we'll just go back to Greg and see if we can get a deal on two. Okay, two is good. Two is great. <laughs> love you, Ashley. <laughs> we do love you, Ashley. Probably the uh, the only hard part of today was Harper not being there. I did get to FaceTime with her before the race. She told me, she said, good luck, don't crash, and drive the wheels off of it. And I'm like, or no, I'm sorry, get up on the wheels. That's what it is. Drive, get up on the wheels. And how cool is that? And then the FaceTime with her after the race is over. That's awesome. To see her laugh and she said, we won, we won. Like, that's pretty awesome. It doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get any better than that. So, we have a plane full of people. We're headed back towards the Midwest. Going to Springfield with a checkered flag, cold pizza. Cold pizza's good pizza. Cold pizza's good pizza. And but it's... You know what? How cool is it? We're both taking the checkered flag home. Home. Central Illinois. Home. Back I know we got a lot of fans. That, back that are, to where we came from. That's right. We got a lot of fans that support us in Central Illinois. We got a lot of customers. I mean, heck, that's where brand started. That's where brand's bread butter is, Central Illinois. So to bring the checkered flag back home to them, pretty, pretty awesome. Just so many nights after the races, you go one way, I go another. It's generally not back to Springfield. And, and our fans, yeah. our customers, everybody goes opposite direction. We all go back to our normal lives. Yeah, yeah. Not today. No. Yeah. All right, so so everybody on the plane, I got to get everybody everybody in here. All right, so so we're going to do one last victory lane. So in victory lane, the, the deal always is you got to put your one finger up, you got to hold the number one up, and then you got to yell whenever they take the photo, right? Right. So we're going to do one last victory lane on the plane. Everybody's got their hands up. Number one. All right. Three, two, one. Woo! You've been listening to Junior Motorsports Up Front, brought to you by K1 Speed. To find a K1 Speed karting facility near you, go to k1speed.com. Hey, Mike, so as we're sitting here in the newly renovated Exalta studio, let's talk Exalta. First of all, this studio is awesome, is it not? Oh, my gosh. It's huge. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah, we are very appreciative of that. But uh, Exalta is everywhere. I mean, we just left Daytona. Thousands of people went into their seats through the Exalta injector. I myself, I'm going to brag a little bit here, <laughs> but I actually watched the duels from the Exalta suite. It was fabulous. Uh, you know, Exalta is a co-primary on Dale Jr.'s car. That car, you will never miss it. It is so bright, colorful. It's amazing. Uh, and it's going to run at Phoenix. But, yeah, Exalta is everywhere. They are really big supporters of our digital platform and our race teams. We didn't even mention the fact that Exalta is going to be sponsoring William Byron. That announcement came out this week. And they have a brand-new building that they just built right next to Hendrick Motorsports. I've had the privilege to see the outside. Now, I'm really excited to go and take a tour of the inside. It's absolutely incredible just what they've been doing. Totally. So we appreciate Exalta. How can we follow them on social? You can follow them at Exalta Racing on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 